0: lot of turmoil, Pranav. If, if you are a football fan, it's not a happy uh, week that was, uh, that, that was uh, the last
2: week. Well, I can definitely say this is one of those dark age weeks for Indian football. And uh, from FIFA, the Indian football being banned or suspended. Suspended is the right word. I've seen a lot of people in the media, a lot of people on Twitter using the word banned. It isn't banned. The suspension right now, it looks that it will be lifted because... Indian football the All India Football Federation and the Supreme Court as well as the government of India have all worked in tandem to you know meet the FIFA requirements or the rules. Currently it's being mentioned that the COA will cease to have any sort of decision making when it comes to the All India Football Federation. The idea from the Supreme Court is that all the rules all the decisions that have to be made will be made from the All India Football Federation itself.
0: That's interesting. And to talk more about this, we've uh, got online uh, special sports correspondent from Degan Herald, uh, Mr. Sandeep Menon. Sandeep, welcome to TSB. Thank you for having me, guys. Sandeep, you know, uh, we've been keeping an eye on what's been happening, but then our eye is definitely from uh, a a few thousand miles away. Uh, You've been, uh, you know, right right there in the center of action. Tell us what is happening and how, what has been been the development with AIFF?
1: Yeah, so when I started covering sport, I did not expect to be uh, following, you know, Supreme Court laws as such. (laughs) But uh, that's a situation situation that we found ourselves in in the last uh, few weeks now. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, uh, it's not a good time for Indian football because before coming into the situation itself, uh, the funding had been reduced from the government. So there was a lot of talk about how football has not really developed as much as, say, some other sports like athletics and stuff that we've been doing well. So there was a question raised on that and uh, now this is just a fallout of uh, administrative redundancy.
2: Mm-hmm. Now,
1: Hola.
2: are you with us? Yeah. Yeah. I had a question and I was reading some reports that Chung Bhutia has been requested, the former Indian legendary player, that the government of India has requested that he take a bit more of an extra role or a bit more of a crucial role when it comes to All-India Football Federation. Can you throw some light on that?
1: Yes, yeah, so uh, Bai Chung being one of the greatest players in uh, you know that we've ever produced as far as India's concerned, Indian football is concerned, mm-hmm. uh, he was uh, requested to do that. And interestingly, uh, he sa- he had uh, it in today's you know Supreme Court events. Mm-hmm. He had come up with an intervention saying that uh, he probably wants players to have a little more you know sort of uh, say in what's happening in the future of Indian football, because as he mentioned, there has been the associations where uh, the same. Uh, the president has continued for 20 years, 12 right. years, 17 years, whatever it may be. So he wanted uh, players to take more of a front and central role. And in that vein, he has uh, you know, put an intervention and he has cited few countries like uh, Ivory Coast or Mexico, or Qatar, for example, and a few others, uh, Senegal, South Africa, all these countries who have a... Totally up to the stage. It's a little bit more player-centric and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a little bit more in terms of the people who are stakeholders have a lot more say in it. So all of these uh, constitutions of these countries vary to a certain level, but he is uh, cited all of them in the uh, uh, in the intervention that is filed for Supreme Court. So it remains to be seen what happens now, because obviously uh, the Supreme Court has sort of mandated uh, or gone along with what uh, FIFA mandated them to do. So uh, we just have to see what sort of a situation that comes in. But I am assuming that he would be one of the six eminent players who would be part of the the EC going forward. So um, possibility that he will be able to help a little bit more out or at least make make some change.
2: Now, Sandeep, I'm curious, you know, with the ban coming, with the suspension, sorry, coming in place for India, you know, there was a lot of chatter even on social media saying that this could be a sort of a silver lining for Indian football in terms of removing the corruption or in terms of all the nepotism or whatever it be that was already in place. If it's a chance for us to take that out. But, you know, in the current scenario, with the current decision that's being made, would you say that the short term gain is the fact that India can possibly host the under-17 Women's World Cup. But in terms of the long-term gain, have we missed out a chance to remove that level of corruption and bureaucracy? Yeah,
1: so I think this we can look at it in uh, three steps, right? Let's say, like you said, the short term, obviously the idea was to ensure that India hosts the World Cup, right? under 17 women's world cup you host the world cup uh there is a lot of investment that has gone into it in terms of you know infrastructure in terms of uh spending on players to an extent uh, nowhere close to, and i have to say this as well this is nowhere close to what you've done for the under 17 men's world cup this is far less in that but mm-hmm. uh, nevertheless there is uh, a lot of uh, uh pride associated with uh, hosting the world cup and uh, investment as well like i said so Obviously, uh, the government of India, FIFA, uh, SC are all working together to ensure that that part is sorted. So like you said, the short-term game, that's the idea. Get the suspension lifted, host the World Cup, and we look into it. So the next, uh, the mid- middle term will be obviously for uh, to get the elections done and the P- to P- get people in power and then modify the constitutions in such a way that it, it incorporates whatever uh, the guidelines FIFA needs and National Sports Code and everything together. And now after the World Cup, we have to also see how much of an interest the government will also have in you know uh, facilitating these things or will it take some time longer than needed because right now government is actively involved because we have we are hosting the world cup after the world cup we have to look into that that side as well so it might take a little longer the long term uh, view is difficult to say because uh, at the moment, what has basically happened is the power shift is back with the states, right? The idea was to get more players. That is what uh, the CEO was trying to do, more player-centric. But the power is back with the states. Um, there is obviously uh, a lot of uh, corruption and a lot of other things that have gone in in terms of nepotism, in terms of holding power and you know creating a power block for the long term. That we have to see what will happen. Because uh, it's still too early to say we don't know who is going to come back in power. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have seen some games that have been played by people in the federation itself, because we are in this ruckus because of what happened in the federation Mm -hmm. in the first place. So we had to clean, we had to clean a passport without a shadow of a doubt. The question now that when I look at it, I'm not uh, extremely confident that we will be able to clean it up completely. Hmm. We might be able to do a part of it but again it all stems down to uh, how long this will take and who is going to be part of the next uh, you know ec and the president ex you know secretary etc who comes to power is going to be a big question and already there are obviously clear uh, uh, <laughs> sort of power blocks already right. so we have to yeah. see who is going to come up yeah
0: with 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 so many with so many challenges you know that that we face uh, as far as aiff is concerned uh, d- does it does it deter from a corporate sponsor to put in money and thus you know stopping the development of a sport that could have probably had wings uh, considering you know we we are a power base of 1.4 billion people you know uh, if if there is corruption is it stopping the corporate sponsorship coming through
1: uh, I mean, I think if the suspension had been, uh, I mean, it's not lifted yet, but if we mm-hmm. remain suspended for a long period of time, I'm sure that is going to affect the corporate sponsorship because obviously they want to see a certain return of investment right? and uh, nowhere more than uh, in the international level. So that would have been an issue. But I think and, and because whatever happened today, mm-hmm. they're hopeful that the suspension will be lifted. So I'm hoping that that doesn't happen. But uh, by, so I'm hoping that that doesn't happen. But uh, Bai Chung also uh, has mentioned this part that under 17 men's World Cup has happened in India uh, in 2017, and right. a lot of uh, uh, doom, as we say. Ah. <laughs> but at the same time, how much has it actually improved football is a whole other question. True. Because at ah. that time, what we've done. What what Indian football has over the years done consistently wrong, in my opinion, and mm-hmm. maybe a few other experts as well, you can check, is that we've always focused uh, on the next small target. We've never had a long-term vision. Right. Like when you look at a country like Japan, they had a 100-year target. Mm-hmm. And they're not even halfway through, they're already doing pretty well. Right. And Asia, obviously, is much behind Latin America and Europe in terms of you know football. So they are trying to get there. What we have done is concentrated on having uh, 20 or 30 players and we are doing the Indian Arrows project or we are focusing on giving them exposure and stuff while ignoring the fact that you have to develop a culture where football becomes sort of an activity that everybody is aware of. How cricket is in India. When people walking on the road will randomly do this bowling action. Because that (laughs) is how much... uh, (laughs) (laughs) That is how... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you've seen it, right? When I say that, you can see it in your mind's eye. yes. Football has to be like that if you want it to be uh, successful in India. So we are not developing a culture. Uh, We are sort of moving away from it, if at all. So the idea has to be to come back to ensure that more participation happens. There are more tournaments at the age group level, which we don't have. Uh, we have very little uh, compared to uh, Japan or uh, Iran. They play 50-odd games a year. We play maybe 26, if you are a really good team. Mm-hmm. And that kind of development from 12 years on to um, maybe, say, 19, that is where we lose out. Because before 12, we get enough games. Because 7 aside, sides 5-a-sides, that's fine. Right, yeah. After 12, when you have to play 11 aside is then we lose out.
0: Makes sense. No, so uh, makes there sense. is a lot
1: of things that AI AFR- has... Yeah, there's a lot of things AFF has not done, mm-hmm. and uh, they have sort of uh, built this thing. And there is a lot of promotion. There is a lot of undue promotion also saying we have done this, we have done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did well at the Asian Cup, and a cold hard fact of the last Asian Cup, which is touted as a great performance, is that we didn't. We finished uh, at the bottom of the group. Right. Uh, as much as our performance were noteworthy, which did not translate, and uh, so there is a lot of uh, advertisements happening in that way, but. Overarching point here is that they have not done much in terms of development, and that's not you not know, just up to the AFF. The state associations have to take a lot of uh, flack for that. Some of them don't have a senior division league also that runs properly. Oh, okay. So uh, all of these have to fall in line.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, there are uh, there are there, the Rajasthan United. The story they just beat, I think, uh, a big team yesterday. ATK on Bagan, I think. Uh, I may be wrong with the name, but uh, Rajasthan, um, they came into the I-League Division 2 after playing, I think, seven games in 11 days in the state association, in the state league or something something like that, you know, within like under 10, 11 days, they played uh, seven or eight games. That's not what you do when you Mm -hmm. want to develop a league and they've managed to qualify to the I-League. So kudos to them. Uh, they did spectacularly, but they did it in spite of the system and not because of the system. This is just one of them. This is right. Women's football is even worse.
0: No, I, can, I can totally imagine. But then, uh, Sandeep, thank you so much for joining in and you know, spending time with us. You're keeping an eye on uh, the developments there, and we will uh, definitely speak to you soon.